The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host Jim Grasso and Greg Storr discuss why 19 U.S. state attorneys general are suing Education Secretary Betsy DeVos for delaying protections for student borrowers. They speak with Catherine Lee Carey, special counsel at Cooley. These are complicated rules. There are a lot of different aspects to them, including standards that apply when students who say they were defrauded want to get out of having to pay the debts. What do the attorneys general seem most focused on in their lawsuit? The, um, the AGs are focused on sort of two primary issues, one being what they consider to be uh, deprivation of uh, rights and benefits for their enforcement actions, and the other being uh, what they consider to be harm to students if the uh, regulations are rolled back. Specifically, as part of the new rules, the Department of Ed would have considered as part of their process for determining whether or not student claims had a uh, basis or if a group claim could be created would be uh, using an AG's successful enforcement action against a school. And then on the student side, they, they're they primarily focused on the idea of students having the personal um, rights uh, of action against a school through litigation as opposed to arbitration or class action that, has, that would have been essentially barred by the July 1 rule where schools could not force a student to enter into an arbitration agreement or a class action waiver prior to um, an actual dispute coming up. Kate, this lawsuit came three days after the D.C. appeals court rebuked the EPA for unilaterally delaying Obama-era methane regulations. Did DeVos do the same thing here by not engaging in the legal process for changing or rescinding regulations? There does seem to be some correlation between the arguments that are being made on both sides. The, there are a couple things that, that seem to distinguish the two. One is that the EPA rule was already in effect, and it was just a certain provision of the rule that was to go in effect in June that they were trying to roll back, as opposed to the borrow defense rule, which had not become effective yet at the time that they are trying to stay the rule. Uh, but I do think that there are some similar legal issues that will likely come up um, in this AG case that's similar to the case that came up with the AP. EPA in relation to their authority to delay a rule that um, already went through the negotiated rulemaking process. And that's Catherine Lee Carey, special counsel at Cooley, speaking with Bloomberg Law host June Grasso and Greg Storr. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. More information at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, 
influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.